Hello, and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss oil's price performance in the periods when the Fed pauses its hiking cycles. So what we're observing at the moment is with the first signs of softening and economic growth now visible and uh, amid the credit crunch in the wake of several recent U.S. banks' failures still lingering in the system, any pause by the Fed after at least one more increase could mark a turn in what has been one of the most aggressive hiking cycles in decades. So the house view from JP Morgan has been very consistent and unchanged since December of last year. Uh, our economists continue to look for another 25 basis points hike at the May FMC meeting uh, when the upper bound of the Fed funds rates reaches uh, five and a quarter, followed by an extensive pause. Uh, we see the Fed holding rates at the peak level for the duration of this year, even as a mild recession is likely to develop. Uh, it could be late 2023, early 2024. But we believe with still tight U.S. labor market, inflation will likely remain in the vicinity of about 4%, so well above uh, the, Fed's, uh, the Fed's target uh, for this year and keep the Fed from rate cuts. Um, we have to be open that this is uh, our views in, uh, in a very sharp contrast with the current market pricing, uh, which suggests the Fed will deliver one more rate hike next month before reversing course and slashing its target rate by, by about 65 basis points by December as the economy slows and potentially enters a recession. Um, so, but, uh, you know, the house view is a Fed pause, one more hike in May, and then a Fed pause, extensive Fed pause throughout this year. Um, so what what is the performance of oil? So while no two tightening cycles are the same, a shift in the U.S. monetary policy would be an important single for the oil markets. Uh, so just for historical reference, since 1988, there have been five distinct interest rates hiking cycles, not including including the current one that began in March 2022. So when we look at the returns, Brent oil price returns during the 3, 6, 12, and up to 30 months after the Fed concludes its hiking cycle, we conclude that buying the last hike has proven to be the correct strategy historically. Uh, so for example, just to put some numbers out there, um, defining a Fed pause as a time period when the Fed stops hiking to when it eventually cuts rates, over the previous five rate hiking cycles, uh, Brent oil return have been distinctly positive in all five instances. And so the returns ranged from as low as 1% in some uh, instances to 31%. So the 2006 uh, cycle uh, exhibited inconsistent returns during different time periods, but overall Brent oil rose in the three months uh, period after every last hike since 1988, returning on average 9%. So then cumulative returns turned deeply negative. Uh, so, for example, in the cycles of 2000, yes, we had the dot-com recession. Uh, 2006, we had the GFC recession later in 2008. And then in 2018 was the, the Fed pause, the, the hiking cycle. And then 18 months later, we, we had the COVID recession. Um, so the, the returns, by definition, turn negative uh, as the economy eventually moves into a recession and uh, oil prices respond to this economic damage that caused the Fed to pause in the first place. Uh, however, what the history shows in the hiking cycles of 1989 and 1995, if the U.S. is only a mild recession or lands softly, a new bull market in oil may have already started forming. So another point to make is, the, or the main takeaway for now is that if the Fed pauses its rate hiking campaign soon, uh, then the most likely scenario is that oil performs well, uh, especially in the period over the next three to six months. 
So against this macro backdrop, uh, the micro fundamentals uh, in oil are also turning positive. So we have been flagging about that in our podcast and our research that we felt that the prices below $80 were significantly, you know, $5 to $7 oversold. Um, so, and uh, the main reason for that was uh, fundamental, uh, that we saw that the market fundamentally strengthening uh, into the spring, summer, and especially into the second half of the year. So what we're observing at the moment is this, the micro fundamentals of the oil market are also turning positive um, first, encouragingly, encouragingly, despite significant pessimism on growth, demand indicators continue to show resiliency. So we have uh, introduced a new demand tracker, which is a high frequency uh, demand indicators covering about 50% of the of the global oil consumption. So the reference period runs through uh, April 8th. That's where we have a visibility of what, uh, how the oil market, uh, how the oil demand is performing. And so what we're observing at the moment is that the global oil demand, or this 50% of the mobility fuels is running 2.2 million barrels per day higher uh, for this reference week ending April 8th compared to year-ago levels. Two-thirds of demand growth are coming from Asia. 60% of that is coming from jet. Cumulatively, from the start of the year, consumption of mobility fuels like diesel, gasoline, and jet fuel has risen 3.1 million barrels per day from the start of the year. Uh, so number two, uh, U.S. balances. U.S. balances um, out of the 14 weeks so far this year, U.S. commercial crude inventories built in the first eight weeks. Um, so they, they rose to the highest level since May 2021. They have drawn in the last uh, two weeks prior to the last week's build. Uh, we project that inventories will likely build in April as U.S. Uh, can, uh, will start releasing this 26 million barrels of SPR. But even with the SPR releases, we believe that U.S. balances will stabilize in May and begin to draw from June. So that this 26 million barrels will be released from April through June. Uh, so why U.S. balances are so important? It's because they are the most visible uh, market indicators out there on a weekly basis. So the market is really paying attention to that. Uh, number three, the global balances are set to shift from inventory builds to draws. Um, so surpluses that have been accumulating in the global oil market since mid-2022 will likely begin to draw already in May, as Saudi Arabia and seven other members of the OPEC Plus Alliance begin their voluntary cuts. As you remember, they will begin in, um, in, in May. They will start in May. Uh, Russia's cuts are also finally visible in the data. Uh, for example, Russian oil and oil product exports are down almost 500,000 barrels per day in April, months to day. Crude exports uh, are down almost 360 kBDs. Um, so for April, our global balances are showing zeros. It's supply equals demand. But starting from May, we have a substantial drawdowns, especially during the summer months. Um, so finally, we see the resolution of the French strikes nearing. Um, so refining operations uh, in France await a major decision today uh, as the top uh, constitutional body is expected to rule on the concerns of the strikers uh, that have been, take, have been taking place over the last five weeks. Um, as of last week, workers from one of the unions voted to end the strikes which allowed for about 1.2 million barrels per day of this impacted refining capacity to begin restarting operations. Looking at the high-frequency data, we already see normalization of activity. Um, so, for example, the back backlog of crude tankers in the French ports has begun to clear. Uh, deliveries of oil products to customers has uh, have also slowly resumed. 
So in conclusion, we maintain our long-standing price forecast. So we have made no changes to our view since November of last year. We see Brent oil prices averaging $89 in the second quarter of the year, rising to about $94 in the final quarter of this year. Thank you all to listening to the Commodities Edition at the JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. Enjoy the beautiful weather and we look forward to continue the conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on April 14th, 2023.